43-year-old Jasmine is struggling with the pandemic and recently lost her dream job as a marketing director for Disney. Confused as to what to do next, Jasmine is questioning the true meaning of life. It's as if she's suddenly woken up from a deep sleep and realizes nothing is as it seems. Shy and reserved, Jasmine walks on eggshells, especially around her 64-year-old husband, Grey Frost. Deep inside, Jasmine dreams of living a fulfilled life. But where will she find the energy to face reality when everything is crumbling under her feet? Will she dare make different choices and learn to assert herself? Well, to find out, stay tuned as every week your host, Nadia Fleury, will be sharing a new episode of Assertive Radiance. Thank you so much for tuning in. I so appreciate that you are here. Before I go in releasing Jasmine's message today, I want to apologize for being MIA for the past two weeks. I am deeply sorry. I did not realize how time-consuming it was to create character from the beginning. So bear with me as I'm progressing forward and, and retweaking these uh, episodes. Without any further ado, let's dive into Jasmine's story, Establishing Healthy Boundaries. A cold breeze gently reminded Jasmine that it was time to go home, something she's been dreading all afternoon. She felt at peace in the park, listening to the splashing fountain. Nearby, there were several birds chirping happily through the trees. Feeling a little stiff but wanting to delay the unavoidable, she shifted her position. It was interesting to notice that the stony wooden park bench, surrounded by nature, was actually cozier than the soft, warm sofa with grey frost at the proximity. She wiped her tears with a tissue. Would Grey notice her puffy red eyes? Nah, Grey doesn't see anything past his belly button. Her mind drifted to what happened at the grocery store. It was certainly day and night between Grey's demeanor and the gentleman that came out of the car. As she remembered the morning incident, a sudden chill stole over Jasmine. Luckily, she was still alive. The thought of death startled her. She didn't know why, but she knew that this was a wake-up call. Jasmine was suddenly captivated by a vision in her mind's eyes. It was as if she could see a little girl who finally yanked at the light fixture pole chain, casting a bright light from within the skull. This must be what it means to have a light bulb moment. Once lit, the little girl found herself in a cathedral-sized room filled with thousands of books, maps, and recordings of all sorts. It goes to show that the information is always within us, she thought. We just need clarity to see. Her mind drifted towards the gentleman with a tinge of regret for not knowing who he was. At the time of the encounter, she was too much in shock. But now that she had calmed down, she was curious as to who he might be. What is his story? He exuded pause and confidence 
something Jasmine longed to have. There was an air about him as if he was living on purpose. Am I living on purpose? She wondered. What does that mean? And she closed her eyes to see if she could open one of the library book from within. And then the answer just breezed through. Living on purpose is when you do things that makes you sing from within. It doesn't matter if it is big or small, as long as it makes you happy. As it was getting darker, Jasmine knew that it was time to go. Reluctantly, she got up. She felt much lighter now, but she also knew that this was only the beginning of her transformation. Not wanting to aggravate Grace's short temper when he's hungry, she started cooking the chicken immediately. Halfway through cooking, she remembered that some of the ingredients needed were in the grocery bags, which she had quickly shoved in the fridge earlier. As she was putting the grocery items away, she paid closer attention to the stranger's bag. It was a beautiful watercolor print white and blue tote with a question written in white. Are you living your dream life? Once she removed the onions at the bottom of the tote, she found, to her amazement, a business card. On one side it said, Alan Knight, Dream Life Coach. And below were his phone numbers and a website. On the back of the card it said, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will open for you. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Oh my God, she had found his name. Her heart skipped a beat while dancing on the spot. She hadn't felt girlish like this in a very long time. She couldn't help it but think of his gentleness when he helped her rise from the ground, his inner knowing gaze full of compassion. Whoops, the chicken! She put the bag away and pocketed the business card. The chicken was blackened, but she didn't want to start all over. So she sliced the burnt part, hoping that Gray would not notice. To Jasmine's surprise, Gray joined Jasmine at the dining table. Secretly, she wished he hadn't, but there he was. For whatever reason, his presence sent a chill through her spine. He never looked once at Jasmine, never asked how she's doing. Proper etiquette was obviously beneath him. All he cared about was to be catered to. As soon as he took one bite, Grace stopped chewing and barked at Jasmine as he removed the food from his mouth. Yuck! This is disgusting! When will you stop wasting food? You broke an egg this morning and now you burned a dinner. Would you prefer some cereal instead? blurted Jasmine. The word came out of her mouth before she had time to think. Her wit backfired. Without ceremony, Gray grabbed a pile of the food from his plate and smeared it on Jasmine's face with rage in his eyes. Nostrils flared as he said, Damn you, woman! 
This tastes like crap, and I will not tolerate your sass. Now go in the kitchen and cook something worth eating. Shocked at Gray's aggression, she tried to back away as fast as possible, but the chair got stuck on the rug. She pushed Gray's arms as she screamed, What is wrong with you? while still trying to free herself. With unusual force, she finally sprang onto her feet, tipping the chair on the wooden floor. Bang! The shock of the assault, mixed with the sudden noise, transported Jasmine into another dimension. Once again, time stood still. She felt as if God was hugging her with the most welcoming embrace she ever experienced in her life. Her heart irradiated with so much love. She didn't feel the pain of humiliation, nor she was afraid of anything. She was drawing courage and wisdom from Miss Jane, who stood three feet away. In Jasmine's new level of consciousness, Miss Jane was as real as Gray, who, in that instant, was furiously wiping his hands with a napkin while barking, That's it. Now, break the furniture. Don't you ever care about anything? Although she could hear Grace's reproaches, her heightened frequency reduced his jibes into absurdity. She smiled. Gray was taken aback. Disarmed by Jasmine's lack of fear, he turned red with rage. Never in twenty years of marriage did he ever felt neutralized. As far as he knew, Jasmine was, and always will be, putty in his hands. This new Jasmine wasn't at all what he wanted. You better be careful, woman. Remember that you are unemployed, and you need me to pay for your expenses, Gray added, looking all puffed up, hoping to regain control of the conversation. Jasmine smiled again, feeling calm. In the past, she was so terrified of him that she didn't see who he truly was. Now, with a new degree of clarity, she saw through him, selfish and callous. Then she recalled what Miss Jane has told her earlier. Only me can stop the abuse. I have everything within me to assert myself. My choices determine my outcomes. And with determined courage, she told Gray what was on her heart. Gray, I almost died today, and it made me think. I realized that if I had died, my life would have been incomplete. I no longer want to live the rest of my life the way I've lived the past 20 years. If you want to be miserable, go ahead but I'm no longer partisan of your misery. If you want to be miserable, go elsewhere. And if you don't like my cooking, go cook yourself. And yes, you are correct. I may be unemployed, but that is no reason to treat me the way you do. I am not your slave, not your servant, nor your punching bag. I am your wife, for now. And more so, I am a human being, and from this day forth, you will treat me with respect.
And when you're done with dinner, you'll need to clean the floor on your knees. Now, please excuse me. I have better things to do. And for the first time in her life, she walked away from Gray with confidence and assertiveness. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you feel that it can help a friend, please share it. And please stay safe and healthy and let's chat next week. Have a fabulous day.